This podcast is produced and distributed by Biz Radio Asheville. To receive the free Biz Radio app, just text the word Asheville to 36260. That's Asheville to 36260. With the app, you can easily enjoy this program and other local programming podcasts on demand. I'm Joanna Patrice Haggerty, and this is In Business with JPH, where we share tips and tools of our community's most innovative entrepreneurs, artists, and creative business owners. Today with me is Marissa Blake. Marissa is a bilingual Spanish and English actor and voice actor. Although she worked behind the mic and on camera as a child, she has been working in the field as an adult for the past eight years. She has narrated dozens of audiobooks and received multiple awards for her work in audiobook narration, including the Parent Choice Foundation Gold Award for Sofia Valdez Future Prez by Andrea Beattie, and Audiophile Magazine Best Audiobooks of 2020 for We Are Not From Here by Ginny Torres Sanchez. Her greatest accomplishment in the field is that her voice is currently in her favorite hometown museum, the Smithsonian Museum of Natural, Natural History, and an exhibit about human evolution. You can also catch her briefly in the DC comic series Swamp Thing alongside Will Patton. She has worked on camera for companies such as Sam Adams, John Deere, Harris Teeter, Food Lion, and many more. Marissa is also a mother of three awesome dudes and enjoys playing music in town and in the comfort of her home with their husband. Today, I brought Marissa to talk about all things music, arts, and business. But first, hi, Marissa. Thanks for being here. Hello, Joanna. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited um, to hang out with you. <laughs> I'm so excited. We were when we were coordinating this, we both were sad it couldn't be in person. We always kind of like to get together at least once or twice a year and scheme and dream, it seems like. Yeah, you're right. We need, <laughs> we need to schedule that. That'll be for another. <laughs> Perfect. That will be with the wine another night for sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I would just love to hear a little bit more in particular about how you even got started in voice acting. I know that's been really at the top of your creative profession the last couple of years, but so many people are fascinated, fascinated by that industry. So just tell me a little about how that works for you. Yes. So um, as you mentioned, I, I did uh, voice a little bit of voiceover work and a little bit of, of screen acting work as a, as a kid. I was like 13, 14. Um, this industry, being an actor, is like you get turned down for a living. Like, so <laughs> it was not it was not for me at a young age, being an adolescent, you know, just it just wasn't, it wasn't it. So about eight years ago, eight or nine years ago, I started taking um, acting classes just for fun um, at the Actors Center uh, of Asheville. And uh, and those are uh, screen acting, you know, getting you prepped for, for film, TV, film auditions. We did a lot of improv. Um, and about a year into that, I was like, Really, what I was the the way I got into voiceover um, at that time, I was like, "What can I do on the side?" You know, it was kind of like which anybody in voiceover will tell you who does it professionally. This is not a side job, okay? (laughs) Like at all. Like if you want to be successful, you got to work at it every day. Um, But in my mind, I didn't. I was just like, "Oh yeah, I could just do that." And you know, um, my dad has tapes of me as a kid, but I have sounded like this since I was like three years old. Oh my gosh. Um, that's yeah. Amazing. So there's like videos of me. It's like, Papi, oh, you know, it's like such a joke of, you know, I just have this, 
I do. I have a deep voice. And so my voice has been a, a part of my my it's been a topic of conversation, if you will, from a very yeah. early age. Um, and, you know, even now I'll have people be like, I knew it was you from the other room. And, <laughs> you know, so I was like, huh, maybe I should revisit that. Um and so the way I got into it, you know, I didn't have a ton of money and it is, it's, it's an investment. You're, you got to have your space. You got to have your mic. You got to be ready to, uh, you know, promote yourself and, and you want to get training. And so it, being a voice actor, being an actor is a big investment. You know, you got to have nice demos when you're ready and those are yeah. expensive. And so I, I listened to a lot of podcasts about voiceover. Um, there's multiple that I just found really helpful um, anybody out there listening, the VO School podcast is a great first start. Um, yes. And uh, there's just a ton of information out there. So I kind of was like, okay, what can I do for free? What are, what are my free routes? And then I would start to invest in, um, you know, workshops where there would be other folks there and kind of build my way into finally being like, okay, now I can have like a one-on-one coach. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I worked a lot with um, with some folks here in town that were really helpful and you know, just, I was ready to rush into it. I was like, come on, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. But <laughs> I have uh, a voice. I have a, I have a way to say that. Let's right. Just on. <laughs> <laughs> so exactly. I was, I was super, you know, excited to kind of jump in and, and rush into it. But, um, you know, and I did it on and off. Like I said, I've been doing it for about eight years, but I, I really, um, it wasn't until about the fifth year Um, which, you know, they say that a lot in business Mm -hmm. where you like, I was like making my living where I didn't feel like I had to, you know, I've done, I did lots of side hustles while I, while I did this, um, while I was kind of building it, I was driving Uber, I was working in restaurants. I was just like, you know, helping my mom out as a virtual assistant, like just doing what I could do to kind of keep make ends meet, um, and then working health insurance too during open enrollment, just a lot of little <laughs> things, just trying to grow the business. So yeah. um, it took some time, but uh, now I'm really grateful. I have incredible clients and really great management and, um, you know, so now I, I still train and I still, you know, love learning from podcasts, but I, I'm, I'm grateful every day that I get to, that I get to do this. I mean there's so much to unpack in that, but the the biggest overarching thing that I heard that I would love to make sure that the listeners are really like hearing is being a business owner, especially a creative entrepreneur is all about patience and is all about learning in the ways that you can and scaling in the ways that you can, because we don't want to be a flash in the pan. You know, we don't want to just have one great opportunity. We want to create a sustainable life and that takes time and that takes learning. And that piece right there, as a creative entrepreneur, we're never told to go to school and learn about these things, especially the business side. So I just love hearing that that was a big part of your way of getting into it. Um, I really appreciate that. Yeah. The business side is huge. Um, (laughs) I mean, you know, this, it's like, um, just like having that, and, you know, that's not something that I thought about when I got into it. I was just like, I'm going to talk into a microphone, you know, <laughs> or I'm going to act in front of the camera or, you know, but but the accounting side of it and also keeping track of, of invoicing and, you know, making sure that how are you even, uh, you know, quoting people for projects. Right? Yeah. What are your prices? And, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And then your marketing and how are you going to do that? And how are you like not annoying about it? And, <laughs> 
but want to stay top of mind. There's all these little things that, you know, I, I, I'm like, you know, business I've been, I've been intrigued by, I actually just signed up for a marketing class that I'm, that I'm in the middle of. Um, but I, I, the business side of it has become more fascinating to me as, as I've gotten more, you know, gained more experience. I'm like, yeah, that, that side of it, you know, I, I think it's cool. Not everybody does, but <laughs> I, I mean, I'll geek on it all day long, but I agree. I think that not everybody initially understands the importance of it. Um, but once you do, once you say, wow, I get what basic marketing looks like. Okay. Wow. I get what basic accounting looks like these types of things. Um, you can be so much more successful. In fact, didn't I just see you make a post about the fact that you do accounting, accounting. in a specific way? Tell me, uh, tell the audience how you sort of got into that process and, and how you can at least be on top of it now, right? We don't have to love it. You're Correct. just on top of it. <laughs> yes. Well, um, you know, I, it, it was really last, last year was the first year that I, that I did that. I, um, I use QuickBooks and I have all, all the information there. And I was just putting in when I first started using it, I was just doing my invoicing through there. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, and then sometimes I would mark expenses and sometimes, and I just wasn't very consistent, uh, with it. And, and as a, as a, as a self-employed person, you want to make sure you're tracking all those expenses. Um, and so I've gotten much better about, you know, if I'm traveling to go work on set, I'm taking pictures of like all my receipts and, yeah. you know, and just marking it. If I'm filling up my gas tank, just take a moment, get on the app, do you know? Yeah. So, and then, and then, so at the end of each month, and actually I was talking to my buddy um, who you might know, Jonathan Scales. <laughs> and, uh, and I had, I, he, he had mentioned, he's like, I do that every Tuesday. And I'm like, Ooh, that's even better. <laughs> cause Ugh. then you, cause then you maybe don't have to spend that much time, but I basically the last day of the month or the, you know, if I don't feel like it, cause this year, this week it was on a Sunday or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, then I will do, you know, somewhere around the last, day of the month, uh, doing, I just go through my, my banks, my bank statements. I make sure that, you know, I've put in all the invoices and, and, and then I make sure all my expenses, you know, my, my living expenses, the phone, the, you know, all these little things, which I need to just set up on auto, whatever. I, don't, <laughs> I was like, I need to go to school for that too. But, um, but anyways, just keeping track of all of that so that at the end of this year, you know, I should be able to just print everything out for my accountant and be like, here, here's everything. It's got all the notes. It's separated into what kind of expense it was, yeah. you know? Um, so yeah, that way I'm hoping that I don't have to do like anything during tax season except pay the person <laughs> and give them the money, you know, give Which them, is give them so all my exciting to be able to do that. And, and I, I really want to encourage people if even the word expense feels overwhelming and confusing. Like wherever you are on that journey, it doesn't matter. I mean, people like you who use QuickBooks, that's great. I've been actually, since I've been freelancing the last two years, I've just been creating a Google Doc spreadsheet and I yep. do the same. For me, it has to be after hours of work. So I'm like not getting all these emails. I usually need, like I said, a glass of wine or something that makes it easier because I, I don't enjoy money. It's not something that like I have a really healthy positive relationship with. And so I'm working on really identifying that. And in part, that's a huge thing in our mindset, right? Is as artists and creatives, we're told you're supposed to be starving if you're successful. You're not supposed to get to this position. And so it's important for us to really address those mindset issues, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah. I feel like I had, um, and I think what was one thing you also said too, was like making it 
Now, I haven't been doing this, but I might take your advice on it. But making, <laughs> it making it an experience, like you said, pour a nice glass of wine, put on some music, and then sit down and do it. But you know that 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 thought about money, especially as a as a as a creative person, um, it is it. it it's a crazy thought to to think, like you said, you have to be starving to be successful or whatnot, or, or just like having negative thoughts about money. I did some coaching with um, Lisa Zahia last mm. year, or maybe it was the year before, and she's fantastic. Um, but that was one of the obstacles I feel like, you know, and, and for me, I'm like, and and my husband will attest to this, I love giving money away. Mm-hmm. So, so the, for me, I'm like, that makes me, you know, I'm not here saving the planet right now. I'm, I'm like, I am narrating beautiful literature and I am doing commercial work and I'm, you know, your doctor's office phone voice, right. you know, when you are calling and you're on hold and you're like, I wish this woman would stop talking. So, so for me, I'm like, I need to, I need for me to feel better and also to feel like I'm doing something, I'm like, well, if you make more money, you can give away more money and you yeah. can help organizations that are doing the work right now. So I I have found uh, over the last couple of years that my um my 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 mind my money mind shift it, it, I've just changed it. And and I've um I've tried to to just, you know, think of it as like I I, I deserve to to be fully comfortable and and if I'm comfortable then I can share my love with every with anybody else that you know yeah. so I've I've tried to shift that perspective and and I, I think it has helped so it absolutely <laughs> does uh, a lot of the clients that I've been working with recently are you know coaches in their own right they talk about law of attraction and these types mm-hmm. of things and absolutely that concept of attracting money for the purpose of moving it through is exactly the mind shift I had to make too. You know, I lost my first business because I gave too much of my money away and I prioritized everybody else. And this time it's, it's important to do it better and more strategic. And so of course we learn through failure, right? We learn through messing it up. We learn through, you know, sitting for four hours doing taxes one year and crying through it or whatever it is. Yep. Well, I would love, I know we kind of have unpacked a lot of the voice acting. You also are such a creative in so many ways and you've been really involved in the Asheville music scene for gosh, how long? I don't even know. Uh, I guess it's, uh, I was going to say, I feel like I really got involved when I, when I met my husband. So about 15 years ago, Wow. Well, I would love to just start a little bit of conversation. I don't think there's any way we could unpack it, but (laughs) what is that looking like right now? What is the Asheville music scene currently doing? How are they pivoting? How are we hoping to see change? So um, I I have noticed a lot of uh, probably a lot of our mutual friends who who are musicians um, are uh, most of my friends that are in the music industry here in Asheville are like, I'm just going to wait the sooner. Like I know there's a lot of people every, of course, everybody is eager to play, but I think, Mm -hmm. I think there is fully a sense of uh, that responsibility of like, I'm not going to go play over here because I don't think it's safe right now. And, and, and if we can all just band together and stay home, (laughs) then the the sooner we can, we can jump out. And what are, what are people doing right now? There's, you know, that people are using the acapella app. 
Um, I know that there have been, uh, I, I play with the band Honey. They that, That's the app that they use. So they'll, they'll post a song, you know, every other week or so. They have multiple. It's sort of a rotating cast of players. Um, so just trying to keep that, that creative spirit. I also have multiple friends and, uh, you know, myself included, I have been playing a lot like drums, but I have mm. not, I haven't been writing really. I haven't, I think there is also a little bit of, and I know, and this isn't everybody, but I know that there are a lot of artists out there that are kind of like, it's not that they're uninspired. It's, it's like, it's really hard, you know, when, when I was never, I feel like when I toured, it was very, I toured with GFE for a little bit. Um, but it wasn't what I did like all year, you know right. what I mean? Like, I'm not, I don't, I don't feel like, like my husband is a full-time musician. I am, right. I do it for fun and I love every opportunity. Um, but, but our, my friends, you know, our friends who, who are used to traveling and they're used to going to Europe in the summer and they're used to, I think that there is a sense of, like many of us have felt throughout this pandemic of like, what am I doing with my life? You yeah. know, and major loss, you know, yeah. major loss of not being able to hug your neighbor, see your family, be out and and enjoy live music. And and I that deserves a lot of space, right? So yep. for any creative or artist who's really in that place, know that that's really fair. You don't have to be in a place of creating right now. You don't have to be in a place of visioning what's new. If you are stuck right in the thick of it that like we're here for that as well and it's really important for our creative community to support each other in those journeys because when things start to get back to normal we are the ones who have to help rebuild we have to so <laughs> yeah i think it's been really cool watching a lot of the i mean in the business world we call it direct to consumer but you know from yep, yep. a creative perspective it's like using Patreon or using Facebook live streams and these types of things to really bring artists and their fans and their supporters together better. And I think that's a wave of the future for sure. Yes. Yes, I agree. And I think it's important too, as consumers that if you're able, yes, buy the t-shirt, buy the vinyl, buy the, you know what I mean? Download yeah. it, share, share a video of, you know, oh, I love this song from whoever. And, um, I think it's important to support our artists uh, right now to whatever capacity you can. If it's not monetarily, you can share a post. You can, you know, send, them a, send yeah. them a message. Yeah. yeah. Or like make, make a phone call. <laughs> yeah. I'd say one of my favorite things recently has been sending meals to friends, right? If you're having a low day or you're stressing, like I'm always like, let me just feed you and I can't actually cook for you. So pick your favorite restaurant. And I've really enjoyed that a lot. Yes. Yeah. And you know, I'm, I'm, I'm like, I don't, I don't necessarily, I can't watch the live stream at that time, but like, right. can I go to Venmo and like, give you a little, you know, get the, kick, kick you a couple bucks? Yes, I can. Or can yeah. I share that, you know, that stream so maybe someone else can enjoy it. So, you know, it's, but I, <laughs> I, I think that uh, with all of this, I just think there's going to be a larger, what I'm hoping, I've had several conversations with friends about this, but it's just like a higher consciousness, you yeah. know, uh, and, and um, appreciation for, for all of <laughs> just sitting at a restaurant, you know, yeah. Yeah. Um, and sharing a meal with friends and yep, <laughs> passing a glass of water back and forth with someone and not worrying <laughs> what that looks like, you yes. know? Yep. Yeah. Well, maybe let's talk a little bit about what you think 2021 might look like either for you or for Asheville or for the art scene in general, whatever sort of feels worth kind of unpacking. 
Yeah. Well, I hope um, that we continue to progress. I think 2020 was um, eye-opening for a lot of people uh, on on a, a racial inequality spectrum. And I hope that we continue to have these conversations and continue to be uncomfortable uh, <laughs> and, and, and make make moves to, you know, these things obviously don't change overnight. And, you know, as much as like civil rights movement was, you know, decades ago, we still have oh my, so much work to do. Um, and so I hope that we can continue to to have those conversations into 2021 and moving forward. Uh, I'm looking forward to, you know, I guess I'm I'm optimistic uh, about warm weather and the fact that <laughs> and the fact that we do have as far as the music scene goes, there are, you know, in the fall, I know that a lot of venues sort of kind of figured out a way to to have safe concerts. And mm-hmm. so I'm looking forward to that. And I'm just hoping that all my all my passionate musician friends can just like, like, like just hold on a little longer, you know. Yeah. Um, but I think that there is going to things are going to start to feel a little bit better, you know, come late spring, early summer, hopefully, you know, with everybody getting vaccinated and, um, you know, just having the opportunity to hang out outside. And then as far as my work world goes, um, you know, you never really know. I feel like (laughs) I I, like, you know, I have sometimes people say, oh, are you available, you know, in two weeks? And I'm like, well, yeah, as of now, I'm fully there's nothing on the calendar, you know, (laughs) like most, you know, Sundays. I'm like, well, I hope I book some work this week because that's that's the way my industry works. It's all very okay, are you available tomorrow? Right. You know, or are you available in two days? So I don't ever know what's going on. Um, I recently booked uh, a a uh, a role in a, uh, a series. I'm not really sure what that's going to look like. And this is for voiceover. So, um, but I don't, I don't quite know where it's going to be playing or exactly what I'm doing, but I'm excited to, to do that. One of my dreams is I, I just am like, I want to be a cartoon character. I, I love playing with, with characters and accents and voices. And so uh, that's, that was a very exciting um, sort of, uh, I just found that out yesterday um, that I ended up booking this. So I'm looking forward to learning more about that and then hopefully sharing it in the near future. That's and, so exciting. And I could totally see you as a cartoon character of all kinds, by the way. <laughs> and also last thing I wanted to say about that is um reminding myself and also for those listeners, I think that 2020 really um, uh, it's like being in the present and, and like, it's so easy to get distracted right on like social media. And like, if you're working from home on your emails and you know what I mean? And like, so it's hard, it's hard to detach um, the work and the home. And I know I I was, I listened to your interview with Cortina and y'all talked about this. Um, (laughs) And, uh, and, and that, that has been very difficult, but I, I'm really trying to be present um, when I'm when I'm home, when my son wants to play a board game, like try to really just put the phone upstairs. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, yeah. and, and you don't need to check your email because I do. I'm an obsessive email checker. Oh, me um, too. Because <laughs> you're like, you, we're self-employed. You're like, oh, what's coming in? What's coming in? Does anybody need anything? I got you. What do you need? You know, <laughs> no, I think that that's such a perfect summation right here is just really reminding yourself what true priorities look like, you know, and that email will get answered when it needs, but 
that kid who wants that attention or that nature who's calling you will not. So, (laughs) well, I wish we could chat for hours and hours, but uh, as we wrap up, can you at least let people know how to come find you and learn more about you? Yes. So, um, if you like what you hear, my <laughs> uh, my website is marisablake.com. That's M-A-R-I-S-A, Blake, B-L-A-K-E.com. Um, I have lots of demos up there and, you know, information on my screen acting stuff. Uh, and then I'm on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. Uh, you know, I don't, I'm not always on any of them, but uh, under at uh, marisablakex for all of those. Um Acts, act. Plural. Thank you, yes. (laughs) So um, you can find me there, yeah. Great. Well, thanks so much for being here. And we'll have to have you back and unpack all of this a lot more too. (laughs) Thank you so much for having me. Yeah. And as always, I am Joanna Patrice Haggerty, and this is In Business with JPH, where we share tips and tools of our community's most innovative entrepreneurs, artists, and creative business owners. Thank you so much for tuning in and please connect with me by downloading the Biz Radio app by texting Asheville to 36260 or on Instagram at jph.creative. I'd love to hear your show suggestions or any questions you may have. Stay creative. Thank you for listening. If you liked what you just heard, be sure to subscribe to the podcast and be sure to visit bizradio.us to find hundreds of other engaging conversations, local events, and more.